Ah, Shuhei, my boy. Just the one I wanted to see. Come, sit with me on this bench. <sighs> Do you smell that? It smells like change in the air for the Fire Nation. Welcome to Avatar Legends Journey of the Elements. I am the Game Master, Ariel. Now let's introduce our characters, starting with Aaron. Well, hello there. I will be playing the Airbender, Rohu, who's 14. He's just learning his way in the world. Um, Daniel, I'm playing the former wrestler. Also, I'm an earthbender known as Gihar. Ooh. And I am Toasty, and I will be playing the sun warrior Izu, who is a firebender. Awesome. Let's get started. We open up to the breathtaking view of one of the oldest cities in the world, the impenetrable city of Ba Sing Se. This city, being the capital, encompasses the majority of the northeastern corner of the Earth Kingdom itself. Two walls encircle the entire city, the gates of which can only be opened by earthbending. Behind the outer wall lies a vast expanse of farmland, several mountains, and Lake Laogai. The inner walls enclose the massive city. Inside this city, there is a unique system of dividing parts by social status. The lower ring, the middle ring, and the upper ring. Regardless of this, there are still a variety of activities available to the people throughout the rings. The buildings here are made of stone for the most part, with plaster and wood supports covering the outside. There is an extensive network of roads leading to the center of the city. The lower rings having dirt paths, while the middle and upper rings are made of flagstones. The city streets are bustling with people, young and old. Children are laughing and playing while their parents are shopping or working. We focus in on one boy who has come through the inner gate, standing alone in the lower ring with a package in his hands. He is on his way to see Ponzu, Monk Toshin's oldest and dearest friend, who has instructed this boy to deliver a package to him. When you are walking down the streets, you hear the bustling of a market going people talking and trying to haggle the way through vegetables and fruits. Two boys step in front of him. What do you got there? Uh, I got a package. Let me see it. I, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I, 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 I've got to deliver it. Well, that's not very nice, says the other one. 
I'm I'm sorry. I mean, I, I would love to show you the package, but I I am under specific instructions by by Monk Toshin to deliver this package immediately. Well, you can't get through until you show us what it is. I'm sorry, I can't do that. Now, Gihar, you are nearby looking through a cart full of cabbages when you hear this going on. So whatever a cabbage would roughly cost, I assume I bought them before, I'm going to leave that for the shopkeep. I'm going to take a cabbage, and I'm going to make my way over to where this potential altercation is happening. But I will also I'm going to take a bite of it as I approach this altercation. Back to Rohu. The two boys standing in front of you now are inching closer to you. And they say, you will give us that. And they roll intimidate. Okay, I was going to say, I would like to ready myself a total of seven well I rolled an eight so okay I have marked one fatigue for myself to ready myself and assign a fictional appropriate status to nearby foes so if they're intimidating me I guess I'll do the opposite of intimidation to them okay play this out so as I see them getting ready to inch towards me, I'm going to put my hand up and say, Stop! Listen, violence is not the answer here, okay? I know you desperately want to see what's in this package, but I do too! Curiosity is going to get the best of us, though, and we're going to get in some serious trouble. And what if it's expensive or breakable, and then we break it? We're going to get in really bad trouble here. Okay, roll a plead. So that is a grand total of 13 for Harmony. Okay, they stop in their tracks. And they're kind of... They kind of look like they're actually thinking. And they're looking around. And are you approaching? Yeah, I'm going to approach from behind the single individual. I need you to roll me and intimidate. It is an 11. So I'm just going to use my presence then if I'm being intimidating. <laughs> just going to stand by. Like, so he might see like the shadow pass over him as I... <laughs> so... I'll eat the cabbage too while I do it. Rohu, as you have your hand up and you're trying to plead with these two boys to stop what they're doing, you see a shadow kind of fall in front of you. The boys get this worried look on their face some sweat starts to trickle down and they take off running. Well, I didn't think I was that scary. And I'm going to kind of turn around and look. And Rohu would happen to see what? You would see a man about six foot four, 275 pounds, so most of his weight's in his belly. Uh, short black hair, He's wearing a brown tabard and brown shorts, along with sandals that match. Oh, and eating a cabbage. Uh. <clears throat> Hi. 
Hi there, young man. My name's Rohu. I'm going to shake his hand. My hand probably dwarfs his hand. So. Just going to kind of watch my hand get engulfed by his <laughs> giant meek. Uh, <clears throat> thanks thanks for your help, friend. No problem. It looked like you needed a little bit of assistance there. And before we continue, Gihar, what do you happen to see? So you'll see a small... I would say small in stature, slender, uh, young boy with arrows tattooed up and down his arms and his oh, across his head. He's bald. Um, he has a cheerful disposition, and he's wearing these orange, kind of like a, a gi. Uh, he's wearing shorts, so you see the arrows extend down his leg as well, and they're blue. And he's he's got a kind of smirk on his face, and he's just cheerful. I did forget to mention that Gihar does look to be in his late thirties, early forties. I uh, I can I can say I've never I've never been out in, to Bossing Say before. This is actually my first time out of the monastery. Well, I've been here a long time. Do you need me to show you around? I I would I would really like that. First, I have to deliver this package. Uh, Monk Tashin says I have to deliver it right away. Oh, I will assist you then. I'm going to smack him on like the shoulder, like enough that probably moves him forward a little bit, but not, <coughs> not to hurt him too much. <coughs> That'd be great. Lead the way, young one. I, um, I don't know the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to take another bite of cabbage. Where are you going? Um, all I know is I have to find uh, uh, somebody named Panzu in there in the middle ring of Bossing Say. I've heard of this individual. Um, I could argue with rolling a focus to see if you would know. Only a seven. Oh, that is actually good enough. So you do happen to remember somebody by the name of Panzu. I think I might know where this person lives. I will lead the way. Great. Though stay close. Of course. Don't need yeah. any no need any altercation again. Okay, yeah, no, I'm I'm okay with this. You seem like a really nice nice person. I'm just gonna eat another piece. <laughs> <laughs> I will lead go that direction towards the middle ring and Wherever it is. Okay. So I will leave our two new travelers on their way to Ponzu. Now we open again to see a young man traveling through the middle circle of Bossing Say. For he is after information. And he happened to hear that a man named Ponzu might have some information regarding an individual who has committed a terrible crime. And you happen to reach the apartment building that he is in. Uh, my character is, is like studying some sort of, I guess, document they have that says, you know, where to find this person. And they're just like, Looking up, like checking apartment numbers, 
I look and then you just walk into this massive wall of flesh. <laughs> okay, so we will play it out as Gihar, you feel something hit you from behind. I'm gonna turn around. And what does Gihar see? Oh, Gihar sees uh, a a rather young adult, older teenager, probably like 17 or 18. Um, they are uh, wearing kind of like baggy, loose-fitting pants uh, that come down to like below the knees. They have a bunch of like I guess sort of like golden bangles and things on their arms and legs um their hair is this like kind of top knot except that instead of it being like a little bun at the top it turns into a ponytail that comes down um and they aren't wearing a shirt they just have a weird collar that comes to like here to to about the center of their sternum uh, but doesn't cover anything. Um, and they're holding some sort of like map or some sort of piece of paper. And they kind of look up at you. They're not as short as the other individual. Um, they're probably maybe like five, eight or something. So they look up a little bit and like, sorry about that. You better be careful just because you might fall down next time. <laughs> He's a pretty big fella. Uh, thanks for the warning. Um, any of you happen you... to know where apartment number this might be? <laughs> just sticks his hands up. He's just um... he's pointing to on the piece of paper, like yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. I, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't really help you. My my name's Rohu. Um, hello. Hi. Um, sorry. I'm new to this. I, I haven't really been out of the monastery much. Um, this is my friend. Um, he's he's taking me to. Uh, he, he's helping me find my way. I'm, I'm kind of new here, and I I don't I don't know where I'm going. Gihar, you recognize the number of the apartment that he's looking for. How close are we to this apartment? You're right there to the building. Oh. You're about to go in. Oh, yes. The number you're looking for happens to, I believe, be the same one that Rohu here is looking for. You're looking for Ponzu too? Uh, yes, that's, that's the name that's on this piece of paper, so I guess so. We should go together. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm really excited. I've never... I, I've got new friends. I'm just really excited. I can tell. <laughs> After you. <laughs> Lead the way, big guy. All right, I will finish my cabbage and lead the way. <laughs> so you walk through this apartment building. You get down the hall. He just happens to be on the first floor. 
You get to the door, knock on it, and an elderly man answers. I will step to the side to allow the young man to speak with him. Oh my, you're a big one. Why, thank you. I'm going to bow. Oh, what is this? Monk Toshin sends gifts. Oh, he's come in, come in. Right away. I'll just kind of walk in, kind of with the box in both arms, just kind of holding it close to my chest. And he ushers all three of you to come in. Izu's nose wrinkles as the smell of old people infiltrates his nostrils. <laughs> Would you boys like some tea? Absolutely. Yes, please. Might you have something to snack on as well? I'm sure I could come up with something. So he ushers, you know, he ushered you in. You go in. You sit down on a little mat on the floor. A few minutes goes by. He comes back in with cups of tea and some sort of, looks like biscuits. Oh, these look scrumptious. Help yourself. So what is this package that my dear friend has sent for me? I... Honestly, I don't I don't know. I I didn't look. I'm just gonna scoot it across the table with my head bowed again. Yeah, he takes it and sits down on the mat and opens it up. And he pulls out some paper. He starts reading over it. And you see his demeanor starts changing. His brow furrows. He looks almost angry. Is everything all right? No. What's no, wrong? it is not. What happened? I need you boys to do me a favor. Okay. He shuts the package. He puts the papers back in and shuts the package. I need you to deliver something to someone. You're just going to see Rohu's eye kind of twitch. Another delivery? Yes, it's very important and very secret. Okay. Look, I'm, I'm not even really a part of this. I just, we happen to walk in at the same time, so, you know... Not really. Oh, well, what were you here for? Uh, I'm told you you have some information on, a, on an individual I'm looking for. What individual are you looking for? Uh, he, he's a dragon poacher. Mm. You see his brow furrow again and... I'm sure I have information for you. Do me this favor and I will give you whatever you want. Oh, you're... Okay, so you're just gonna... Basically blackmail me here then? Okay, that's... That's great. This is of the utmost importance. 
Yeah, well, uh, what I'm doing is of the utmost importance, so I, I'm not really concerned about what you're doing. <clears throat> you help me, I help you. Do we have a deal? Do I have a choice? No. So perfect. I'm just going to sit here as a young child and watch this bickering go back and forth the table and just shift my head back and forth in suspense. I need you boys to travel to the westernmost city of the Earth Kingdom, Taiwan. I need you to deliver this package to a man named Kei Huang. Kei Huang. He is somewhat of the town leader there. So he will be in the biggest building. Tell him I sent you. Or rather, tell his guards I sent you. They should let you in. But it is of the utmost importance. This package cannot be stolen. If okay. this package is stolen, chaos will ensue. Is it a Wong walk? It's not a time for jokes, boy! I'm sorry! I'm sorry! That was a good one. I'm gonna smack him on the shoulder. That was, that was really <sighs> bad. Chuckle. Um. Toshin taught you well, unfortunately. <laughs> always with the jokes. Wait, so you want us to deliver a package all the way across the Earth Kingdom? Yes. And then I have to return to get the information. Yes. He's just staring at you. <laughs> it's not that. I'm just. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna bring up some 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 flame in my hand and just stare into it. Just stare into it. I'm just gonna kind of flick my finger and blow it with wind. <laughs> see if it goes out. I'm just going to eat biscuits. New friend, you shouldn't play with fire. It's dangerous. I'm a firebender. What do you... Oh. I know how to... Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just kind of going to give him an innocent face. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Fine. I, yeah, you really haven't... It's seen anything of the world, have you? No, they don't. This is my first time out. Yeah. I've heard stories of firebenders. Mine I've too. I've never actually seen one. Okay, did they not teach you about, I don't know, world history or anything? Why don't, you, why don't you boys discuss all of this on the road? You should get going. Yeah, we have a long way to go. I'm <laughs> not. I got food in my mouth. Toshin rubbed too much off on you. Okay, Wong, we gotta go. Bye! Just gonna start waving and heading out the door. I think I'm gonna grab whatever biscuits were left on, like, the plate and eat them as I go out the door. Like, <laughs> can't, can't let these go to waste. I'm gonna drink my tea real quick. Kizu, are you following? I am... I... I... <laughs> I don't have a choice unless I want to resort 
to, I don't know, setting this dude's house on fire. I don't think I'm at this level yet, so I think I'll just go along. Okay. The three of you exit the apartment building and into the streets of Bossing Say, and that's where we're going to end today. Oh. Thank you all for listening. Tune in next week. Hey, everyone. This is your Game Master, Ariel. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, leave a review and tell a friend. And you can always chat with us in the Robots Radio Discord. Links are in the show notes below. And remember, you must gain balance within yourself before you can bring balance to the world. Do you like League of Legends? Do you like Legends of Runeterra? Do you like anything set in the Runeterran universe? Well, in League of Lore, that is what we shall be discussing. I am Skullhead Soldiers, and this is a podcast about the lore of League of Legends and other properties set in the Runeterran universe. We'll be diving into each region, as well as all the champions that exist in this wonderful, crazy fantasy universe. And I hope to see you all there. Hi, I'm Fire Rider, and I'm the host of The Pixel People, a podcast dedicated to taking a close look at our favorite characters from our favorite video games. From major characters who define the course of a game's storyline, to smaller characters who you might have never noticed. Every week, we go beyond the quest line to examine a particular character's story arc and choices, and discover the real-world parallels and life lessons hidden just below the surface. I hope you'll join us. You can find the Pixel People on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts.